Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. And you can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello. Happy Tuesday, ghouls, goblins, all of the above. We're bringing Corinne up here. Hello. Oh my gosh. It's truly the best feeling when you finally get up here. Sorry, I was a little slow today. <laughs> My brain wasn't working it's, well. Um, it's Tuesday, which means it's Campfire Stories, which is the best Campfire night stories. of the week. Uh, we are Corinne and Sabrina of Two Girls, One Ghost, and we come here every Tuesday at, what time is it? It's 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, just before bed for Corinne and we just yeah, like yo. to share scary stories, hear your scary stories, and then have delightful dreams and nightmares. Actually, I posted on um, our Instagram story and I had people, ooh, I had, I like asked, I got too excited. <laughs> um, I asked people to tease their nightmares and dreams for tonight. And someone, let me actually look, someone said that, uh-huh. oh, Hello, Vanessa said, I had a nightmare the night of last week's campfire stories and Sabrina's blue bee was in it. So basically these episodes <laughs> induce dreams and nightmares. And the podcast induces hauntings. So I feel like this all just That's connects together in a lovely little marriage. Hauntings yeah, and dreams. Perfect. So perfect. Almost as well. Oh, oh go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I want to hear you talk this time. <laughs> no 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 I was just gonna say almost as well it's not really perfect but I mean I think one of the things that excited us about having this topic tonight which people voted on last week is that you and I have both experienced the paranormal within dreams and we don't share a lot of the same like you and I don't share a lot of the same paranormal encounters or experiences and I think it's like the one thing that actually does connect us a little bit more yeah Yes, because we have nothing else in common aside from that. No, nothing. literally nothing. We literally. This is the only time I talk to you ever is when I'm forced to be on this video <laughs> every single week. I dread it. Oh, it's yeah, Tuesday, and then <laughs> all the other recordings. It's actually like you pre-record yours. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we even don't actually talk to each other. Just the other person has to just fill in. It's all. It's all uh, improv. Could you imagine how much work that would be if you recorded your own story and then just emailed it to me and was like, have fun. Oh my God. And then I'd have to like listen and react by my lonesome. We did do that one time. It was. Okay. Well, that was ghost was fault. 2018. <laughs> and it was like one of the episodes where we had recorded it so many times over. And there was like a 40 or 30 minute segment at the end where it just it was only my recording that was bad and I didn't want to force you 
to record it again. So I used your <laughs> side, tried to remember what I said, jumped in at those points and then like attempted oh my to, gosh. oh my God, I probably was editing it for like 20 hours just for, yeah, that was brutal, but we don't have to do that. We have been through a lot with this podcast. So is everybody else. I mean, everybody else is freaking That's haunted. True. So yeah. Ours is like mostly technical difficulties and then everyone else just gets ghosts, which I don't know what's worse. Maybe the ghosts. Probably the ghosts. Probably. I don't know though. Cause I mean, ghosts are, I feel like a little bit less in- inconsistent. And like, if you have technical glitches that just keep happening, it's just so infuriating. Although we have reason to believe that our technical difficulties are because of the ghosts. So therefore we That's are having true. both. We have both of the terrible things. And honestly, I mean, the topic tonight is like nightmares and dreams and everything in between. But I think the only dreams that I've had that are paranormal are kind of like depressing. It's all like, well, I guess it's not depressing. I mean, it's visits from people from the other side, people who've passed away. So it's not like I have any Mm. cool knowledge or like know the meaning of life or what happens when you pass. I don't get any of that. It's more just a vessel to tell other people what's up. Yeah. Which is super cool. So don't don't think anything else of that. I won't. I'm just curious what other people are experiencing. Um, well, let's find out. Bring him up. Bring him up. Bring him up. Okay. I'm gonna bring up Brandy and then Cassie. Brandy and Cassie. Okay. Brandy, you're coming on stage. Can you hear me? Woo! Yeah, you're quick to unmute. You can hear you. I'm like so ready for this. Um kinda nervous. Um So, uh, I guess I'll just start. So my, my brother is specifically who has a a ton of problems with nightmares. Um, but it's, it's kind of weird because when he, he wakes up, um, it's like, he's still in his dream and he like sees the stuff around him still. Um, like I guess one that really came to mind that I was really like, I don't know. it, It came to my mind when I was, uh, when I saw the topic, um, he had this dream. It was a reoccurring dream where this this lady had her eyes and her mouth like sewn shut. Um, oh, yeah, wow. and, and she carried this cat around that also had its eyes and mouth sewn shut, and like she would um, try to get him basically, and he would wake up, and we would like we thought that he was like sleepwalking, but he would be like, "No, she's coming for me. Like she's she's in the house. Like she's gonna get me." And it would take him like. 20 30 minutes to like wake up out of the um like the trance oh my know? gosh um that reminds me of Coraline almost oh my god I know it really does mm-hmm. um, and this was reoccurring yeah it happened like uh five or six times but only in um in one of our houses we we moved a- around uh, a lot we had a single mom with three kids so um we like moved around a lot and this one specific house, he had a ton of problems, um, like hearing people up in our room. Um, I guess it was kind of a weird house. So his his room had the stairs to me and my sister's room. It was kind of like a an attic, but it, it was like carpeted. It was like made to be a room. It was like an A-frame. Wait, um, Brandy, I'm going to have to interrupt you for a second. Is there? Oh, it just stopped. There was like a loud whooshing behind you a loud whooshing um are you are you, are you driving? not wait are you not doing anything to no i'm that? not <laughs> what no. the hell what it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel it's happening again a wind tunnel 
uh, I I don't know what it could be. <laughs> okay, well, we don't mean to spook you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so uh, I think, so our A-frame bedroom. So our stairs, it was kind of like an attic-y type stairs or whatever. And he woke up one night and he, he thought I was sitting at the top of the stairs. And he tried talking to me and it, it, I wasn't even home that night. So he like saw this girl sitting at the top of the stairs watching him. Oh my gosh. Um, Your a lot of brother. This, <laughs> I know a lot of it has to do with him and like my sister and my mom never, never dealt with anything. Um, but I'm mean, that's all for like the dreams and stuff. But also in that house, I think um, most of our problems came from that house. Like one time, I think I was like 11, 12, um, and we were playing hide and seek. I, I hid in my mom's closet and I felt somebody grab my shoulders. Um, this is like uh, the conjuring. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're just like living in a horror movie, I think. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying. And we would hear people walking up in our room all the time when it was just me and my brother home. It was, um, quite terrifying, honestly. Like I was glad to get out of that house. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> that's so scary. And it sounds like there's something, I mean, there's clearly something negative mm-hmm. because if your brother's having those terrifying dreams of like faces mm-hmm. and cat faces stitched shut, mm-hmm. like that is, that's truly mm-hmm. horrifying. That's not like a, a nice visitation. Mm-hmm. That's an implanted horror story. Mm-hmm. It does make me wonder what happened at that house or who these ghosts are because Mm-hmm. It does sound like it was just at that one house for mm-hmm. the, the, the lady with her mouth and eyes stitched shut. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, this was, I'm, I'm 22 now. So it was like 10 years ago. So, I mean, that's the only one that I really remembered, but it would be almost every night that um, we would hear him wake up and he'd be crying and screaming oh. and, and seeing things. Um, and we had no idea what was going on or how to fix it. But as soon as we left that house, um, it never happened again. I don't believe. So, well, that's wow. good. I'm glad. I mean, yeah. I'm glad to yeah. hear that. <laughs> it didn't follow him. Yeah, that's. I'm really mm-hmm. glad. Also, a question: Are you are you mm-hmm. driving right now? Are you in the passenger seat? Are you the driver? Uh, actually, I'm. I'm pulled over on the side of the road. I love oh. it. I hear your <laughs> hazards, and it's it's adding oh. this like creepy ambiance. No, I liked it. It's almost like a tick 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 tick. Yeah. Well, yeah, Heather in the chat was like, this is a drive through ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if I was talking a little fast. I, I know I only have like five minutes, so I was just trying to get it all out there. Oh, my gosh. No, you did amazing. Thank you so much, Brandy. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you guys do amazing. I really love your podcast. I've listened to every single one. I like, oh, I'm obsessed oh, with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> um, thank you, thank you yeah. so much. Yes, well, thank you again. <laughs> wow. Here we go. Strong start with Brandy with the horrifying nightmares. Horrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the thing that's really tough with, like, nightmares and dreams and paranormal experiences. That, like, is there's this, like, weird fine line of are you experiencing it in real life and your brain is trying to make you just, like, understand it or the only way for you to actually wrap your mind around it is to interpret it as a dream right or are you astral projecting or is it the the element of like when you're asleep you're you know your your consciousness is sleeping so you're able to connect to that realm more easily or is it yeah is it just like that there's 
I just sometimes I think like it's literally that there's something that's haunting you, like something is implanting this darkness into your mind. Because I'm thinking about a couple of the recurring nightmares that I had as a child and and they only existed in particular homes like they didn't persist throughout my childhood it was like specific to places that I lived mm-hmm. and so it makes me think that there was like some sort of negative energy there right because if I only have it five times all while living in one house then doesn't that doesn't that mean it's the house <laughs> Right. But what's to say that you're not, that that experience wasn't like astral projecting in the house or that you weren't actually awake in the house, but processing it as a dream. This reminds me so much. We, we told this, wait, is Nikita here? Our friend Nikita has the scariest story. And I was trying to tell her how to get on to green room, but I don't think she's, I don't think she's like, okay. Well, I'll I'll have her come on and tell the story herself. But the long story short, and we'll have her tell the longer version. Um, she thought she was having a nightmare about like running down her hallway in her house in Southern California, mm-hmm. and like being dragged by like being grabbed at like the ankles and dragged down the hall. And then she woke up in the morning and was like, "Holy shit, that was a scary nightmare." And then when she gets out of bed, she has rug burn marks all Ugh. down her legs. I hate that. Yes, I know. it was, And she was so nonchalant about it when she told me. I was like, this is the scariest thing that could have ever happened to you. Oh, my gosh. And we've also read listener stories on the podcast before that are like that, that are very similar to people thinking they just had a scary dream, but then waking up in the morning, seeing the scratches on their back or hand right. marks or whatever it may be. Yeah, you're like, whoa, that just felt so real. I have the opposite problem sometimes where I think my dreams are actual reality. Where like I'm like, I already lived this, or <laughs> I already had this conversation. Like sometimes my dreams are so specific. Like you and I in my dream will have like an hour long like brainstorming session. And I'm like, oh, we already we already completed that. And I'm like, nope, that didn't actually well, happen. If anything good comes out of the dream, then that's helpful. I have like those when I'm like, I'll have if I have to wake up really early in the morning for a workout or something, sometimes I'll dream that I'm working out. So I'm like, oh, I already finished my workout. But then I wake up and I actually have to go to my workout and it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, that's the true nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's bring up Cassie. You, yes, Cassie. Cassie. And then I'll bring up Molly after that. Wonderful. Ooh, I'm so excited. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Oh, jinx. Cassie just got to go to the unmute button oh hi yes. can you hear me got it. Hello. yes we can yay hi oh my gosh I'm so excited <laughs> we're so excited <laughs> it sounds weird I can't I can't hear anyone other than you so it's just weird it's it's I should I feel like someone else should be talking <laughs> <laughs> we it's don't wish that though because because then something oh, might ghosts. start talking <gasps> you might have a little we'll be like who's in the background and you're like I'm sitting alone in my room <laughs> oh no <laughs> well yeah I'm sitting alone in my room um I'm just gonna get into it it's a palate cleanser kind of nicer dream um great multiple dreams multiple dreams um but trigger warning suicide um so just so everyone knows that's up. thank you thank yeah. you for that of course um so when I was 15 it was actually about 10 years ago on Valentine's Day uh, my uncle just decided this life wasn't for him and he took his life and um, it was kind of a big, big shock to everyone. But, I'm you know, so I was, sorry. thank you. But um, yeah, it's been a while. But, 
you know, I took it really hard. I was 15. This was a huge loss to me. He was just one of my favorite people. Um, and, you know, obviously I didn't get a lot of closure. I didn't get to say goodbye. He didn't tell anyone that he was feeling depressed or anything. And so I didn't get anything from it. So, um, you know, we took, we took care of it. We flew up to Washington where, you know, we had to sell his house and everything. And, um, yeah, I was kind of just figuring out how to cope. And I remember specifically telling my family, I'm like, you know, I I think one of the hardest parts of this is that he's not going to be able to see me grow up. He's not going to see me graduate high school. He's not going to see me get married, any of that. And so, you know, they're like, like, you know, he'll be there. He'll be watching over you for every step of the way. And so I'm like, yeah, of course he will. So then about a week after he passed, up until then, I'd been having, you know, just like stress dreams about it. I was very, you know, affected. And, you know, he would be in these dreams and we'd be on his boat or whatever. And and those are just, you know, I brushed them off. But then about a week later, um, I had this super different dream where he, I came, I was in my friend's house and I came downstairs. No one was anywhere. My friend was nowhere to be found. But I came down the stairs and he was there in the living room. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you shouldn't be here. What are you doing here? And he kind of just grabbed me and gave me a big hug. And he was like, I'm here to say goodbye to you. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was nice. And it felt so much different than regular dreams that I'd been having. It felt a lot like warmer and just like, just different. It was such a different feeling. And so, you know, I kind of got to say goodbye to him and he's like, I have to go. I have to go. I just wanted to say goodbye to you. And, um, so I'm like, don't go, of course. And he's like, I have to. And so I'm like, okay, I miss you. And so I gave him another hug and that was kind of the end of the dream. And so the weirdest part about this, I realized it probably a handful of days later when I was telling my family, I'm like, so... It was, it took place in one of my friend's houses and she moves around a lot. Like, I don't think I've ever been in the same house twice for her. And the last place I saw him alive was at this house. And uh, like, he just so happened to be dropping me off at her house when I was on vacation in Washington with him. And so I'm like, that's weird. And I didn't even realize it until my parents brought it up. So I like that really was the nail in the coffin. I'm like, that was him. He was coming to say goodbye to me because I, I didn't remember that beforehand. So that was really nice. And then years go by, <laughs> years. Um, and I go and I graduate high school. And, you know, you move on. You don't think about this stuff. Time heals all wounds. And um, and that night, the night I graduated high school, you know, we were out. We went to a nice dinner and everything. And we got home pretty late. Um, but I went to to sleep that night nothing on my mind other than cool. I'm going to college in a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden I'm just on this weird staircase. I'm going down. There's like a line of people going down and a line of people going up and it's just a staircase. There's nothing around us. It's all like bright white light. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm just going to keep walking down the staircase. And I look over, just happen to look over and I see my uncle right there. And he's just giving me this big smile. And I'm just oh like, my oh my gosh, like I can't, no one's saying anything. Nothing's me. It's not loud or anything. But like, I just know he's like giving off this like energy where he's just like, I'm so proud of you. And I wow. get to hug him for a second. And then he kind of like, you know, 
pulls back and just looks down at me with this big like smile, almost like tears in his eyes. And then he just keeps walking up the staircase. I'm just like, what was that? Wait, did the staircase wind or was it just like a really straight? It was just a straight, yeah, straight up and down. Endless? Like, did it have an end? No, I couldn't see anything. Any, like I saw maybe like 10 or 20 people in front and behind me, but like I knew that it just kept going and there's like nothing on either side of it. Oh, have you seen Coco? I'm pretty sure in the Coco, there's like that long stairwell, stairwell that the, oh, everyone yeah. uses to pass between worlds oh my gosh yeah oh that's in soul too that's a lot of like pixar disney yeah oh they yeah. know Depends they, they know. pixar knows the other side <laughs> absolutely i i believe it so that was like good enough for me but then recently back in december um my uh well my fiance now um he came out to see me he lives in arizona i'm in california and, um, he, I think he was here for like two days, but on, um, the first night I had a dream of my uncle again. Um, and he kind of, I had had a few dreams up until then where like, I knew my uncle was there, but I couldn't get to him and I was getting frustrated. So in this dream, I ended up like talking to my family and I'm like, where's uncle Rob? Where is he? And they're like, oh, he's over here. And it was just this random house that we were, I think, renovating or something. And I went right up to him and I was pissed. I was so mad. (laughs) I went right up to him and I'm just like, why haven't you been here? Why haven't you talked to me? And he kind of was just like, oh, there's nothing to say. And I'm just like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm just so proud of you. And he gives me a big hug again. And then the next day, the next day was when my fiance proposed to me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you almost spilled the beans. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, he just wanted to be there. He was excited. Yeah. I mean I hope I hope so. And I hope he comes around on my actual like wedding day, but he has yet to miss an important date, you know? <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that all of these experiences with your uncle are just so like they're not I mean I know like obviously there's sometimes where you're like frustrated and you're trying to find him in dreams but when you do find him you interact with him and you have a conversation even if it's like he doesn't have much to say and you know (laughs) it's so it's beautiful. I also wonder how much control people have when they're on this on the other side in terms of choosing when they get to see people like I'm almost thinking of pre your engagement maybe he knew it was going to happen and was just so excited and didn't it, it was almost like accidental that he <laughs> that he saw you before and that's why when you were like why aren't you you know asking questions and he's like just play cool play cool like don't, <laughs> don't let her know what's coming don't give her any hints yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah wow. I'm hoping he kind of just like has an idea of like the important stuff and just like you know keeps an eye out and is like all right I have to go and see her then because like I've specifically asked him before to like give me some kind of a sign or like come and see me in a dream. Like if I'm having a rough time or something and I feel like I need him and he just doesn't like, he just stays away unless it's an important time, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well Well, now every time he pops up. Oh yeah, of course. The wedding's in October. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A spooky spooky season wedding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes. Come. It's in Flagstaff, Arizona. And it's actually going to be kind of like Halloween ish pumpkin-y themed. Oh, okay. Corinne and I are crashing. (laughs) 
Yes, please. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. That is awesome. Well, I feel like this is, I mean, we're, we're so sorry for your loss, but this is also a, a great experience for you to have some sort of like closure and prolonged contact with your uncle. And I'm almost thinking, you know, next time you see him, you're going to be like, uh, what good news is about to happen to me? He's like, you're good, you're good luck charm now. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, it was hard, but I feel like I still have this connection with him, yeah. which is, it's nice not to lose that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank wow. you girls so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I have thank to talk to you. Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm smiling ear to ear. Me I'm doing so hard. <laughs> I'm glad it was, it was a nice so sweet. <laughs> Thank you so wow. much for sharing that with us. Thank yes, you, of course. I was just Corinne looking at you smiling in the video because Corinne and I video chat while we're doing this because mm-hmm. we have a um, codependency and <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing you smile and then I was smiling and my first thought was what if I have stitches in my mouth no! uh, <laughs> thank you to Brandy for I know Brandy scarred us mind. I couldn't even talk after she was saying that I was like I can't focus a little uh, girl on top of the stairs and a stitched mouth and eyed woman and the cat had stitches and it's just nightmare well i may have taken notes for the thing that i'm writing right now so thank you brandy credit brandy okay so i'm going to bring up molly and then after that i'm going to bring up and i'm so sorry if i'm saying your name wrong but monts m-o-n-t-s-e all right we'll be corrected with me i like that we do this i like that you give everyone Give everyone a moment. Wait, did you tell Molly that you were bringing her up or are we going to shock her now? She's here. Hello. Hi, Molly. Hello. Did I shock you? Did I say you were coming up? I think I did, right? Yes, you did. Okay. okay. You had some time to prepare to be on deck. Yes. And I appreciate that. I <laughs> am one of those anxious people when I know it's my turn to talk. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Okay. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so mine has a little bit of a backstory. It's similar to um, Cassie, who was just up uh, talking about um, kind of um, past loved ones. Um, so kind of backstory. Um, my father passed away in 2013, and um, he had a very distinguished cigar that he really liked to smoke. Um, and when he first passed away within um, the the day of the funeral, my mom and I had a special moment where we were preparing for it. And the room that we were in was just filled with this specific smell of his cigar smoke. And literally no one else was around us. We were thinking, oh, maybe it's one of his friends who were outside smoking a similar cigar as like a remembrance thing, but no one was around whatsoever. Wow. It was Um, your dad. mm -hmm. And I, I hold on to that very much so. But a couple months after he had passed, I had a dream where he appeared to me in a parking lot of Walmart. And it was funny because he didn't talk to me at all within the dream, but he stood there in his very dad pose of like hands on his hips, foot out, wearing a very similar uh, signature style of like I can still remember it of what he wore. It was like a white t-shirt, khakis, and a pair of Sperry's. But he just kind of smiled at me, nodded at me, and then walked away. And as he walked away, he just kind of did a wave behind him. 
And um, I've had similar dreams of where he'll just appear in the dreams and just kind of be present. And in those moments, I realized I was like, oh, you're you're not supposed to be here, but I appreciate you being here. And but I also am one of those people who when I get really, really stressed out, I have a lot of nightmares it's always reoccurring of like running away from things. But there was this one house in my nightmare dreams that is always reoccurring. And it's almost like an old fashioned mansion, kind of like out in the middle of nowhere. But that there was, was a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was one dream in particular, uh, nightmare in the dream I had, um, there was a ghost within the mansion and it was causing a lot of ruckus and coming after me and a few people who were in the dream. And I remember going up to these stairs and turning around real fast and yelling at it. I'm not afraid of you. And then just with like a whoosh of air up in my face, the ghost was like, well, you should be. (gasps) Well, good for you for sticking up for yourself. Oh, my gosh. And that definitely, I woke up immediately after that. I'm like, okay, I I hear you loud and clear. Um, (laughs) We are not going to take that. (laughs) Wow. Those are just some of uh, my experiences. But I've always been very interested in dreams. Nine-year-old self, me, my mom purchased a, what does dreams mean? Like what different things. That's so sweet something that I've been interested in and find a lot of comfort and meaning in the different dreams yeah. that I have. I agree. Like dreams are so fascinating and it's like our subconscious processing our thoughts. I mean, some mm-hmm. of them, you know, they it just like processes it in some very bizarre ways, but they always kind of have a meaning. Yeah, definitely. And I, I find it so interesting how your brain is not able to make up faces and stuff. So Every person that you might have seen in um, your dreams is somebody somewhere that you have seen before, even if it is a stranger to you. I think that is so fascinating. I know. That's so weird that we can pick up, like you could pass them on the street and never interact with them and pick up their face and then it could be in a dream. We're all just unpaid extras in everybody else's dreams. Oh, I love that idea. I'd like some (laughs) compensation, please. (laughs) I'm I'm curious. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) This this house that you experienced in your last nightmare with this ghost approaching you, it's just reminding me of, I think it was like a year ago, I stumbled across these videos of, of this like abandoned basement. And so many people were saying that they'd seen that exact same basement or that exact same building in their nightmares. So it's making me wonder if this is an actual setting, if this house truly exists somewhere and you were somehow there oh I wouldn't I hope uh, not for your sake (laughs) (laughs) I hope I hope not but also I think of um like I love to watch it kind of reminds me of Rocky Horror Picture Show like mansion a little bit but add a lot of spook into it like all the different mansions that you might see on like Nuke's top five or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. kind of like those mixed together to just create this abandoned spooky place where there's tons of staircases everywhere it's crazy why is it that staircases are so creepy I don't know I had a lot growing up in my house so they always to me at least signify like oh I got to get away from this like that 4 a.m crawling up 
got to get away from everything yeah. at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it so depends on the setting too, right? Like the story that was shared earlier with Cassie's uncle going up the, the stairwell, like that's that's a sweet story. But I feel like in the haunted house setting, stairways are so creepy mm-hmm. because it's like the classic, like the creaking, the, the walls cre- are always like dilapidated. Yes. The locks on the front door. So you have to yeah. run up the stairs to hide instead of going outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, like anything with stairs, just like the idea of like something reaching from underneath the stairs and grabbing your ankles. Yes. Yeah. Like House of Wax, just cut your Achilles tendon. Oh, been a <laughs> fear of mine ever since watching <laughs> the movie. Um, okay. Well, to circle back to your dreams, Molly, I do love that your dad appears in a lot of dreams and is like, he shouldn't be there, but he's just there lingering and kind of appearing just to let you know that he's there. And I think that's really, really special. Yeah. Those are those dreams. Like he can't be here, but I know that he is here in a different setting. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I think it's so sweet that, you know, you get to have these experiences and that there are so many other people too right now here in green room that have similar experiences. Everybody gets to connect with their loved ones and have these shared experiences with each other too. Yes. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. Thank you. Thank you, Molly. Whenever people come up to chat, I click on their profile pictures constantly trying to give them diamonds. (laughs) <laughs> and it freezes me out. It's like, you can't applaud Molly for another 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, I know. Click, click, There's click. only so many you can give. I want to give them all. I want to give them constantly. Well, we give nightmares here, not diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could customize it. Like, what if there were spooky icons we could throw at people? That would be freaking <gasps> Oh, my cool. gosh. Put in a request. Spotify. Yeah. Hello. It's us. We'll talk to our people. We don't have people, we'll try. We'll we'll make people. We'll talk to our ghosts. Can anyone be our people? We need some (laughs) people first. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) I love these so much. (laughs) Okay. I think we say her name, Monse. I'm going to bring up after that, I'm going to bring up Jessica. Oh, Monse said yes. So I think you got it right. I did it. We're about to find out. Hello. Monse, you're on mute if you are trying to talk. And if you're stuck in the chat, you just got to swipe. Oh, okay. I'm on. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, I was just saying, like, you actually said it very, very well, so no worries. Um, I always tell people, like, it's Monse, like Beyonce, so they know it's an A sound. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I need to shake it off because I'm actually pretty nervous. I put on the the shirt of the podcast this morning, and I was like, I need to tell the story because all of my paranormal stories has been through dreams, so it's today or ever (laughs) and I'm pretty sure you teased us in uh in response to the Instagram story yes yes that also (laughs) um so yeah I have two stories today hopefully I am able to do it in five minutes um the first one is also about my dad he passed away last year um and Three or four months before his passing, I started having these very, very vivid dreams um, that 
he was always involved. But back then I was like a very hardcore skeptic. I thought it was like, well, it's a pandemic. Everyone misses their family, whatever. My dad, we talk very often. So he's just showing up. Um, But um, I started getting curious about lucid dreaming because I wanted to get to the bottom of it. All all of my dreams were super, super vivid. So I started practicing it um, and I had a lot of premonition dreams, which I can email to you guys, but um, I'm going to tell you one today. (laughs) Um, So one of the dreams was um, he came over to New York where I live. Um, he was in Dominican Republic. Um, he came here because he wanted to kind of move to a place that his friend Anna was um, giving him or renting him or whatever. Um, so we went down to see the place. And when we got there, it was this gorgeous beautiful place that looked like a Wes Anderson movie um (laughs) and basically um the the curious thing about it is like the more you walked into a room the more it expanded it was like the universe kind of um and it had all sorts of things like a tennis court like a room full of clouds all kind of things um, and he also had a classroom because uh, my dad was a teacher and his friend Anna was telling him like, look, this is where you're going to teach. This is what you're going to do this. And all of this time I was being lucid in the dream. So I was trying to interact with this Anna person, which I had no idea who he was. Um, and she didn't see me. Like it was like as I was talking to a wall and like it's like, OK, I'm not going to say she's rude because I'm pretty sure she's nice, but <laughs> she's not <laughs> she's not responding. So that was pretty much the dream. It was very beautiful. But the funky part is uh, at his funeral, I was talking to his co-workers and friends from work and I was just like, and they were like, no, we're very sad because he, he, you know, we, we've lost a couple of people in our department and your dad was so special and they were showing videos of him and whatnot. And one of them's like, yeah, first we lost Anna and now we lose him. So we're kind of like a bit bummed out by it. And oh I was like God. shocked. I was like, I think she saw in my face. I was so shocked that I was like, um, okay. I guess she thought it was kind of strange by what she said, but I was like, okay, that, so that's the Anna. Like, I didn't know who this Anna person was before. Oh my God. Um, and I have like a notebook full of my dreams that I drew because they were very constant and I needed to kind of like keep going on the research, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, and I showed it to my mom and she said, well, Anna is a friend of your dad from work, um, from where he was a teacher. Um, and she actually passed away um, two years ago. But he received a phone call hours after she passed and the phone call was just static. Like it wasn't. Oh, yeah. So that spooked him out a little bit. He was like, maybe she was calling to say goodbye or something. But it was like a whole kind of mysterious thing because it was just like her showing me like, hey, your dad's going to be fine. He's going to be in this super cool place. And don't worry, I'm going to take care of him. <laughs> and you had never seen or heard of 
of Anna before? Never, never. And I, I think wow. it was just like, I, I thought in my head, like, well, I mean, obviously in my head, like I thought, well, maybe she's just, you know, a generic name. Obviously, Anna is a beautiful name, not trying to say anything. Um, but maybe she's just like, you know, a random name that I made up in my mind. Um, right, but actually, common. Yeah, exactly. So actually, she was a person. <laughs> wow. Okay. I want tips from you on how to lucid dream and, and actual project because it sounds like you're very good at it. My second uh, story, hopefully I have time, um, is actually about sort of astral projecting, but um, it's still a dream. Um, so in my old building, I had this neighbor um, who was very sick. He was in his final days and his wife always like stood up in the in the stairs just to ask for help to whoever was passing to help her change his sheets and everything um they I guess they couldn't have someone to take care of him and you know she was also very very old um so sometimes I went to her apartment and help her out and just do whatever she needed to um when you know when I saw her on the stairs um and then one night I was sleeping and I woke up and I had what I think was a sleep paralysis. Um, and I couldn't move my body. I couldn't move anything, just my eyes. And all of a sudden I kind of like astral projected into the room with my neighbor. Um, it was exactly how I saw it when I went to his apartment, but he was just like looking at me. He wasn't saying anything. And I hear a voice in my head saying, thank you. Um, but it wasn't a female voice. It wasn't a male voice. It was just like a weird voice as, a, as if I put a speaker inside my head. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this was weird. Um, and I woke up and everything was okay. And I texted my boyfriend who also lived in the building, um, but that's another story. Um, and I said, okay, if this man passed away last night, I'm going to be questioning a lot of things about my beliefs. Um, and then when I was getting ready and I go down to the lobby, there's a letter from his daughter saying like, Hey neighbors, um, thank you so much to everyone who helped my mom and dad through this last couple of months. Um, we wanted to let you know that he passed away last night in his sleep. Um, oh and, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and basically just thanking everyone who helped her out. And it was like, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, it seems like you're very, very open and in tune to the paranormal. Oh my God. I hope only the good paranormal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's yeah my I mouth is agape with like how, how many clear experiences you've had too. Like clearly you're powerful. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's so nice. I, I have a lot of stories to send you guys. I've been just binging every day. So I was like, today is the day I, I need to, t- I need to raise my hand because this is, this is the perfect theme. Well, we're so glad you did because these are amazing stories and you definitely (laughs) have to email us the other ones. Yes, yes, I will. (laughs) I'm curious about your dream journal. You, You said that you were drawing things down. Yes, I I drew all of my dreams. I also did some photoshops um cuz I am I'm, I'm a designer so sometimes I mocked things up on Photoshop. 
I kept audio notes, all sorts of things, because, you know, my dreams are like wild in, in a good way. <laughs> wow. You should yeah. publish that. Yeah. I, I'm like, how do I get my hands on this? I know. <laughs> I want to see it. No worries. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Oh my God, <laughs> please do. Yeah, oh please my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Say thank you so much. Thank you. Please don't ever stop doing the podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> we, we don't hope, plan to. We hope we don't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank bye you. Bye. Uh, wow. Doc had a great idea in the chat. He said that we should have a dedicated phone line for people to call when they pass on the other side. I was telling you this the other day when we did our episode. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, everyone needs a landline for ghosts. Everyone to call. does. So we're going to set one up. We should. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Although I wouldn't, I honest, I would be, I'd be fooled by anyone who, I mean, I guess we wouldn't be able to give the number out because then I think people would. Yeah. We get too many pranks. We too many pranks. To be a and secret would, number. No one knows about only, only the ghosts. The ghosts. No. Only the ghosts. Yeah. I'm going to okay. think about this all night long. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, there's like so many things that I feel like often we leave these and we're super energized, but also like, it's hard to go to sleep because we have the scary things in our mind. Mm-hmm. But this time I have Monse's dream journal that I'm really excited to see. And right, it's inspiring. I want, yeah, I'm, I, I feel like the ideas are flowing tonight. Here we go. All right. Well, we're bringing one more person up, right? You said Jessica. Yes, Jessica. And then if we have time, we'll bring um, another person up. We will wait until after Jessica tells her story. Hello, Hi, Jessica. Jessica. Everybody give her a diamond. Okay. Oh, my God. I got it. Hello. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Hi. Yay. Can you guys hear me good? Yes. Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. I'm so excited. I was rehearsing how I was going to say my story. Oh, my I dream. love that. <laughs> I was like, I hope I don't mess up because I want to try to say it in the order that it happened. Um, so I'm going to get right into it so I don't take up too much time. Am I going to be the last one? Um, well, you, you can be. You can be. Um, okay, no, I'm just going to try to do it in five minutes. Okay, <laughs> Take your so, time. Don't rush. Yeah, don't rush. Okay, so um, shit always happens to me at the house. And um, this one day I fell asleep and I started to have a dream. And in my dream, in in my dream, I wake up and I see that my room closet door is opening and I see a smoke coming out. I'm just staring at it like, what the heck is that? And then it starts forming into what we think of the devil. And I was like, oh, God, what's he doing here? But anyways, um, yeah, it was so scary. And he starts doing this creepy laugh and tells me you need to fight with her, you need to argue with her. And it's like, I knew who he was talking about. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. You're not going to win. And I get up, I get out of my room and he's like, you're going to fight with her. And I need you to fight with your mom. You're going to argue with her. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I remember in my dream, I slammed my room door and I was like, F you, you need to get out. You're going to stay in here. You're not going to get in my head. You're going to leave me and my family alone. Good so for you. I go to, yeah, like what okay. the hell? So I go to the living room to fall asleep in my dream. And I'm with my little chihuahua and I end up falling <laughs> asleep. And then I hear her growling. And like in my dream, she's growling. And she jumps off of the sofa 
and she's looking towards the kitchen. So in my dream, I turn back and I see the devil standing at the kitchen, staring at me, laughing. Oh. And when I wake up, I woke up because my chihuahua was growling, looking at the kitchen because I happened to be falling asleep in the living room. I was freaking out and I get up and I was like, uh-uh, we're going to go. We're going to go to the room. I don't know what's going on. Actually, no, I think I got up and I went to sleep in my parents' room because I was so scared. Whoa. Yeah. This is so scary. This is reminding me of not to spook you more. Wait, <laughs> do you still live in this house? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, right I do. Now? But I'm not scared anymore. Okay. okay. Wow. Well, brave. Yeah. Very brave of you. <laughs> More power to you there. Um, but it's just reminding me of, of so many of the, it's like how demonic possessions start, right? It's always one person's targeted, they're singled out. And that person is like essentially forced or like encouraged to isolate themselves from yeah. their loved ones, to pick the fight with your mom, to, to make it difficult for your family members to be around you. And I feel like that was what was supposed that, that demon, that devil wanted was that to happen, to but do. you were just like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, really. And I, Not my mom today. The next morning. yeah, I was like, mom, I had a dream that the devil wanted us to fight. And she's like, it's cause you don't go to church. And I was like, no, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, mom, your mom was ready to pick a fight. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I she's know. Like, I know why. <laughs> Yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, but and and I did have a second dream that um I, I can't really remember the order of that dream, but this was probably like two years ago. Um I had done like uh before I went to bed, I started doing like like um like giving thanks, you know, like oh my god, thank God I had another day and you know, all of that. And I remember that I, I was falling asleep and or I had already fallen asleep. And I started seeing like a shadow floating around and it kind of seemed like it was floating around in my room, in my dream. But then my dream turns into um, a backyard and it was my uncle's house. And I see my aunt hopping from tree to tree, but she was acting like a little five-year-old. She had two ponytails like braided from the side and she's just hopping from tree to tree, laughing, looking at me. And then in my dream, I see one of my cousins who um, passed away. And I remember when I saw her, I was like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm invited in the dream. Like she just oh. told me like, I'm invited in the dream. And I was like, what the heck? So then my aunt that's hopping around from tree to tree comes to me and grabs me and she starts shaking me. And she's like, you need to pray, start praying now. You need to pray, start praying now. And I was like, but I already prayed when I went to bed. And they're like, no, no, pray now, pray now. Oh my God. So I hold my hands to pray. And in that moment, my mom falls in my dream. And I was like, my, my husband starts telling me, that's what happens because you're all into that stuff. Cause I like, I'm not scared of ghosts or anything like that. And I believe in it. And he doesn't cause he's scared of it. So he's like, that's what happens because you believe in all that stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? My mom just caught the Holy Spirit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, anyways, I start seeing the black thing flying around. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm assuming it was like, um, I don't know, death. I don't know. But I wake up and my hands are like in the prayer form, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I guess my dream scared me so much. And I was technically praying because I woke up praying and that's what woke oh. me up. That I was like, what the heck? I literally I woke chills. up. Praying. 
But the fact that you were warned in this like dreamscape by your family to pray, like they knew that something bad was outside of your, in the real world trying yeah. to get yeah, to and you. I, and I have a cousin who's like gifted. She's like very tuned into her, her like third eye or whatever. And I told her the dream and she said that from the dream, she consents that someone was going to pass away that night in the house. And it could have either been my dad or my mom. She can't see who, but she's like, I sense death. And that's why you had that dream. I was like, oh God, Whoa. that's so scary. Whoa. Well, that's a little disheartening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the darkness and death kind of lingering around. I do um, love that you have this like, you know, you can't touch me attitude though. You're so brave. Yeah. No, I used to be no, so scared. But it's also amazing that you that you both have that attitude and are also able to like protect yourself. Like like I'm thinking of of how a lot of people I think who probably would take on that same attitude would close themselves off to encounters like this, but you still continue to have experiences. You've just found a way to protect yourself through all of it and you know, like prayer as the things are happening to you. Yeah. And I don't even pray often. I don't even know why I was praying in that dream. Well, something wow. spooked you yeah. enough. <laughs> I know. Or it maybe the ghosts in your room were like, oh, no. And like, slap <laughs> your hands together. Make her pray. We don't want the thing to do with us. I know. All, all I will say is Jessica and Corinne, look in the chat after this because your story, Jessica, I think made some weird things happen. There was a toddler looking at something and be- making noise, lights flickering. There's a lot happening oh God. to our listeners at this moment. Jessica, what did you bring with you? <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of videos that I can send you guys. Oh my gosh, please do. I literally, yeah, I literally started a podcast just to talk about experiences and I just never write anything down or never even, like, I think I only have like two episodes up there, but everyone's like, where are the videos? I started posting a bunch of videos one time on my um, Instagram stories. My dog's reacting, like they see something, they're playing with something. Um, one of my chair just randomly starts moving. Um, about Wait, how are you getting gosh. the videos? Do you have like surveillance Nest, cameras set yeah, up? I have a surveillance. Camera. Yeah, surveillance have camera. camera. <laughs> surveillance within your own home. <laughs> it is surveillance. I definition. know, but no one calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have CCTV footage set up in your home? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Jessica, you need to send this stuff to us. I'll send yeah. it. I actually submit it tonight. Yes. So people are asking what the it. podcast name is. What's your podcast? Oh, it's called uh, Crazy Shit, Scary Shit. Oh, Crazy Shit, Scary it. Shit. <laughs> That's wow. so perfect for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. You thank did great. You. Oh, I can't wait to awesome. see the videos. I will. I'll send him. Amazing. Okay. I ha- <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to leave. So I real quick want to hear this story that Maddie keeps talking about because something happened to her today oh okay while listening to our podcast why is it always while listening to us I both love it and I hate it I'm like oh I'm glad to be a part of it but I'm also terrified that it continues to happen to people Maddie what happened you guys I'm like shaking (laughs) (laughs) okay let me just say let me just start can you hear me okay yes yes so I got to get on um, Campfire Stories like two weeks ago, and I talked about my brother who's like helps me with my lucid dreaming in the afterlife. And Corinne, you were like, you should do a soul or a soul too. And we were all like, oh yeah, this is so cool. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm excited to be back. However, some scary stuff has happened since then. I want to share it. So first of all, this morning I was listening to episode 172, like mm-hmm. the one with the Skirvin, which I'm from Oklahoma City and I've stayed in the Skirvin and it's beautiful and you should not be scared, Corinne. You, you, need, to stay. <laughs> you need to stay. It's so pretty. But the only thing that happened to me is we, uh, my friends got married and we all went and stayed like the close friends. And we were going up the elevator to the floor where Effie, um, Effie like jumped and um, the lights in the elevator started flickering and I was standing up against the wall in the elevator and something scratched my back and I started bleeding and it was like a long scratch. Oh, what? Yeah. So and you're encouraging Corinne to go stay there. Yeah. What are you <laughs> saying, Maddie? Well, well, since then I've stayed there four different times because it's a beautiful hotel and nothing has happened. So I think it was just the hype because we were all like drunk going on the ghost hunt. So I think they were like, okay, yeah, we'll show you. And I just happened oh. to be the victim. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, on to what you were asking about though, Sabrina. So I'm staying in a hotel right now and I don't sleep well. I have like lucid dreams. I do a lot of like dream work and stuff. And so last night I was not sleeping well, which is not abnormal, but I didn't have any bad dreams. So typically when something bad like this happens, I have some kind of premonition or I know it's coming, but I didn't. And so I woke up in the middle of the night a lot and I was so hot. And I was like, man, I want to go open the balcony door because I want to let some cool air in. But I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to. So I, I wake up this morning. I'm getting ready for work. I'm listening to the episode 172. And I look up and I see this print like on the balcony door. And I look at it and I'm like, that looks exactly like a face. Like exactly oh. like a man's face, like print, like pushed up against the, gla- the glass and like the way his face is positioned, it's staring at the lock on the balcony door, like dead, dead straight to the lock. And so I was just like, okay, am I seeing things? So I, I posted on my Snapchat and I'm like, okay, guys, do you guys see this? And immediately every single person who views my snap is like, girl, get out of there, girl, get oh. out of there. What is that? Yeah. So you're currently there right now, as you're telling us. I'm literally staring at it right now, like literally staring at it still. (laughs) Is the face still there? Oh yeah, it's still there. So I, I, I was going like down for work this morning and I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell them because they'll think I'm crazy. And then this girl was chatting it up with me and she saw me in my work uniform and we were just talking. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to show her. So I was like, can I show you something? Like, this is kind of weird. So I show her the pictures and she just like goes ghost, like her jaw drops and she like gasps. And she's like, that's a man's face. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, cool, right? And she's like, um. Cool, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah. And so the manager, like, hears. And she walks over. And she's like, I'm sorry, can I see it? And so I show her. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, oh, well, I mean, you're on the fourth floor. So there's no way that, like, anyone could have climbed your balcony and, like, scaled the building to get there. But, you know, we do live in a, a college area. So maybe someone was just being silly and they're jumping balconies. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> jumping so, balconies? Yeah. And being silly, just watching people in their sleep. Like, I don't know. That's don't not know silly. That. That's freaking disturbing. Right. Like either way, if it's a real person or a ghost, like I'm still equally terrified. Yeah. Oh my so God. 
the manager like kind of blows it off and I'm like, I'm going to work. So like my friends are snapping me throughout the day and they're like, you're going to change rooms. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm not really scared by it. I just, I'm, I'm like more curious. Like what was it? And so I come back from work, like literally five minutes before you guys got on, like before um, we got on green room. And I was like, man, I hope that I had like that. The maids actually came up and cleaned it. Cause she was like, we'll have the maids come up and like clean it. And like, I ran into them, like, coming like from my room and they were like, uh, uh-uh. like they skipped my room. They were like, we're not going in there. And they didn't speak what? very good. Yeah. And they didn't speak like great English, but they were like, no say. And I was like, no say me either, honey. I don't want to be, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Car- Carly in the chat goes, I'll pay for your Uber. Like just, just, just get out of here. <laughs> I know. So it's literally still there. They didn't clean it off. And so while I was waiting, I raised my hand, like as soon as I got in, cause I was like, Oh my God, I've got to tell them this. And so I literally, all my bags are packed. I'm sitting by like in the bathroom, all the lights are on. I'm staring at, I, it's one of those creepy rooms where I can look in the bathroom mirror and then I can see another mirror in the hotel room, which then shows the glass door. So I've just uh. been like staring it the whole time like it is good for this situation but I I totally understand how that's freaky yeah so all that to be said I'm going to leave and go down to the front desk and I'm going to switch rooms and then I'm (laughs) then I'm going to get a drink and (laughs) good if I were you I would have been calling in from the lobby there's no way in hell I would have been brave enough to say what you're saying right now yeah to the thing Yeah, it was a little terrifying. I still don't really understand it. And my friends who like don't believe in ghosts and stuff, they're like, okay, I don't believe in paranormal stuff, but like, that's weird. So I like, when I got back, I was like, okay, it's still here. They didn't clean it. So I was like, everyone's freaked out. So I was like, let me just go put my face against it. Like I just finished working. I I know it's oily, like it'll show up. So I go and I press my face against the glass, like right underneath where his, hers, I don't know, whoever is it is to see if my face print, like, is that detailed? And it's just like one oily smudge. And like in the, like the, whatever it is, you can definitely see like the chin, the lips, like the you have to send this to us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grossed out, but so curious. I need to see it. Yeah. And it's so weird because when I sent it to my best friend, he was like, girl, uh-uh, F that. He was like, that looks like Saul's face, you know, from those movies. And I was like, yes. Oh, that is terrifying. Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know, but yeah, that's, I'm literally going to leave. I have everything packed. Like my backpack is literally on my body and I, uh, I'll post it on the Facebook group. And then in this like cool after party chat we have going. <laughs> yes, course, please but- do. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. If anyone else hasn't seen the after party chat, Carista has it and she's been she's posted it a few times here. Too. Yeah. So join yes. that. But yes, please post it. Yeah. Post it on our Facebook. But promise <laughs> me that you will first leave the room before doing any of this. Yes. Stuff. Also, I, totally I just will. need to say, because I had the same thought, Carly in the chat was like, imagine as if when you were putting your face up on the door ah! you saw his his face like appear on the other side Ew. you guys I'm in the bathroom and when you said that I just took one step out and I looked and I was like <laughs> no you gotta get out get out yeah. get out get out get out yep get out. I'm leaving but thanks for having me on guys wow we hope you find a better room <laughs> I will keep I'll definitely let you guys know after I get in my other room and post the story yes please thank Amazing. you Maddie thank you Maddie thanks, safe wow look at this now we're getting live hauntings live <laughs> reporting from the fields we have maddie wow 
This is like a seance. We just like <laughs> call forth the spirits. Yeah, we don't need a voicemail for the ghost to call. They just call. They just come haunt you guys. Room. You yeah. come on to Green Room and that's it. <sighs> wow. I'm very well, curious about there this. There are dogs barking outside my apartment. Oh, see, everything's going crazy. Things are happening. Toddlers are talking to corners and saying weird stuff in the bath. And dogs yeah. are barking and everybody's haunted. And... um that's the that's the show tonight (laughs) and that's that's what we have to offer you (laughs) um wow I know there are so many of you who were not able to come share their stories tonight I saw you all in the request and all I have to say is come back next week we will not have a topic so it's free for all so come back with these stories any story and you can share them then as well um we're here every Tuesday so do not feel discouraged if you were not able to share tonight you can, there's always next week. And then you can also email your stories to us and we can hopefully include them into future uh, Two Girls, One Ghost podcast stories, episodes. Yes. And if you're experiencing any hauntings, please take some photos around <laughs> your rooms, your hotel. I'd like to see some, some surveillance footage. <laughs> we need evidence. My mom just said, well, I won't be sleeping tonight in my hotel in haunted St. Augustine. Ooh. So, yeah, give us the evidence, give us the goods, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday. We'll see you next week. We will. And we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we are chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the reason we need the campfire. So download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Very spooky.